Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello. Thank you for going to the Les Schwab Twires. Twires? I don't know. Hello. We appreciate you going to the Les Schwab. Les Schwab. Why it's can't like you Vive, say tires? Vive Clouteau. It's the same Just thing. Just say tires. Uh, where, where do we pick up from? Hi, uh, everyone. You're listening to the Sinner and the Saint podcast. I'm Luke Anderson. I'm Will Darkins, well, and this is sponsored by Les Schwab Tires. Is that right? I think so. Okay. Yep. Enjoy. Doing the right thing since 1952. Luke Anderson, astronaut. A man barely interesting. I also uh, went to a school dance with a girl that watched Titanic, I think, 17 times in the theater. It was a different time back then. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. There's HBO hot where it's like you watch it and you're like, wow, she's dangerous. I'm into that. We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland. On Saturdays, about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Funnier. Sportsier. More Labradoodles. On 1080, The Fan. All right, we made it to hour two of this fine, fine radio program. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Feeling good. Feeling great. Good radio program. <clears throat> a little disappointed. Um, we're going to have Twitter, which I try not to do. Why not? It's Why stupid. Don't you tweet? Because it's stupid. I don't know. It doesn't do anything for me. There's no. I've People tried. hear from you, Luke. What's that? People want to hear from you. I don't think that's true. Plus, I've got this whole platform here where the, you know, hundreds of tens of people that listen to this show can hear me every week. Tens? I don't know. Or, hey, listen, if you want to hear more from me, go to 1080thefan.com and download the Les Schwab Tires podcast. You can hear me say the same thing again. Is anybody out there need to hear more from me? If I have 25 people on Twitter tell me they want to hear more I, from me. Well, I wouldn't open up that. Why not? Can of worms. Why not? I think you'll get some fa- You remember the poll we did earlier this morning? If 25 people want to hear more from me on Twitter, they can tweet at me, at the Luke Anderson, and I'll tweet more. Nobody wants to even see us in our underwear. That's I, This is my whole point. So I'm looking at Twitter and I'm looking at it. We are up to 3% of the voting public wants to see us in our underwear, which is actually a tie with Dusty and Cam, which is actually so. I don't want to see Cam in his underwear. You want to see Cam in Dusty's underwear? Cam in Dusty's underwear. I feel like something's spilling out, right? <laughs> I would imagine. They are two very different sized people. Who's got dirtier undies? Oh, I don't want to get into that. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Uh, but the disappointing part is we're getting kind of housed by dirt and spray and swag. And the Isaac and Sue thing, who doesn't want to see them in their underpants? Guess so. 
Who's wearing briefs out of that is what I want to know. But Cam's wearing swag. briefs. Swag, swag. Easily, easily yeah. swag is wearing briefs. Okay. Uh, the other one, Evan Turner, up to 18% of the vote uh, in the poll. Who's the next LeBron James? Uh, Greek Freak winning at 41%. Ben Simmons at 19%. Anthony Davis, 22 Evan Turner. I love that Evan Turner even has votes. Evan Turner and Ben Simmons are pretty... It's pretty ben, even. Ben Simmons is at 19. Evan Turner's at 8. We've at got 18. 22 hours left on it. I'd like to see us move up those rankings a little bit of who uh, you'd like to interview while we wear our underwear. Now, understand that with this LeBron James question, right? In five years, who has the best chance of becoming the next LeBron James? I mean everything LeBron James. I mean commercials. Oh, public figures? Movies. Oh, yeah, it's Evan yes. Turner. There's no question. You you see Evan Turner in a movie with interviews talking, oh, like, no. talking like no. he has soup in his mouth? No question. Speaking of soup in his mouth. Oh, God. There's some pretty great NBA stories this week. J.R. Smith missed a basketball game this week because he threw soup at Dante Jones, an assistant coach for the Cleveland Cavaliers. A bowl of soup. Did he throw the bowl at him and the soup went with it, or did he throw the contents of the bowl and held onto the bowl? Five five three zero five. Oh, dude. Oh, you don't know the answers? I thought you researched everything. What kind of soup was it? If somebody's going to throw soup on you, what's the last soup you want? What's the first soup you want? You know, I wrestled with this question all Friday when this came out, and my answer was, I say, give me uh, chicken noodle. Give me chicken noodle. You don't want that. Well, you, you don't you don't want that. You think you want that. You don't want that. But all the chunks are going to slide off, and it's clear yeah. enough that it's not going to make... I mean, you know, you have to also factor in what are you wearing. Listen, you're things? changing your clothes. You, somebody throws a bowl of soup on you, you're changing your clothes regardless. That broth is going to absorb very quickly. And then here's, here's the thing. Look this up. This is a thing. Cup of noodle burn victims. <laughs> One one of the number one. Uh, th- why? Because I'll tell you why. Because the broth is absorbed very quickly, and it and it gets into your clothes, and then it stays on your skin. And the noodles retain heat extremely well. That brothy soup that'll mess you up. That what well, you you want you want clam chowder, buddy? Just just take the take the punishment. I you're, don't want clam chowder. I'm going to smell like fish. You, you're changing your clothes anyways. You're not going to sit around in soup clothes all day. That's idiotic. What if you don't have a choice? Well, then who cares what soup you get on there? It's going to be a bad day anyways. I'm telling you, look up the cup of noodle thing. It's awful. Okay, let me, let me, let me reverse the situation here. I mean, if, that, if, it's, if it's lukewarm soup, it doesn't really matter, I guess. But, say, but that's going to absorb a lot quicker. Let's say you're doing a business presentation. Okay. Okay? And it's a business lunch. And you're standing up in front of uh, whatever screen, whatever, you know, whatever. Do I have a PowerPoint behind me? Yeah, or, is it, or, or and a podium in front of me? Doesn't matter. No, no, no. No okay. podium. You're oh. just standing free. Okay. And it's a lunch meeting. Sure. And the guy comes in right before you're about to start to give everybody lunch. And this is purely accident. Soup spills on you. Sure. Which one do you want? You can't leave the meeting to go, oh, let me go change my clothes and waste more Dude, of your time. I, you have to do the presentation I'm, with soup. I'm telling you. Let's go. New England style clam chowder. Just go. Listen, It's. I realize so it's you got to be hoping you're wearing a white shirt. Nope. Don't care. Don't care. Because here's the thing. I'll own it. I'll own soup. Soup apparel. I'm on it. Make a couple soup jokes. Listen, this might sound a little fishy, but (laughs) roll with it. This might sound fishy. Yeah, you got to roll with the soup thing. You know what the worst one would be? Make it cheesy. uh, Lobster uh, bisque. Yeah, lobster bisque would not be great. I'd get fish and tomato. 
Yeah, I don't think I'm okay with that. Tomato soup wouldn't be bad. Especially if you just got attacked by a skunk. Be great. So speaking of this whole LeBron James transformation, one of the more common debates that we get into is the LeBron versus Michael. Yes. Debate. Yes. Read an interesting article this week. Did you see that Brandon Hayward came out and talked about this? No, I didn't. So Brandon Hayward is one of four NBA players that actually played with both guys. Really? Yeah. So wait, when did Brent? Oh, I guess he played with him in Washington, huh? Yeah. So Brendan Hayward here. Let me find the list of dudes. So Brendan Hayward, Jerry Stackhouse, Larry Hughes, and Scott Williams are the four NBA players that played with both Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Jesus, is Jerry Stackhouse still playing? No. Vince Carter's still playing. I don't know what Jerry Stackhouse is up to these days. I feel like Jerry Stackhouse, Grant Hill, and uh, and Vince Carter are all guys that conceivably, if I told you they're still playing, you'd go, oh, I didn't know that. You wouldn't even question it. Yeah, you'd be like, really? Where's he playing? Yeah. Memphis. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. Is he starting? No, nah, plays yeah. 20 minutes a night. Yeah. Getting about 12 minutes a night. Yeah. Averaging six points. Not bad. Two rebounds. Playing pretty well. Hasn't missed a free throw all year. No. He's only taken eight, but he hasn't missed one all year. It's a weird stat. Yeah, that's bizarre. Here's uh, Brendan Hayward's comments. So the question was asked, uh, what's the biggest difference between playing with the two guys? The question is paraphrased, but I'll read what he wrote or read what he said. Okay. LeBron James is totally different than Mike from a personality standpoint. LeBron is a great person. He loves to interact with his teammates. He's a hard worker, but they're different people uh, as far as their approach goes. Mike a Mike's approach is everything is competition. If you're shooting on the side, he wants to make the most shots. If we're playing a scrimmage, he wants to win the scrimmage. LeBron goes out of there, out there and just plays excellent. Great basketball player. The difference is Mike wants to win at every little thing. That's the biggest difference between the two. Both guys are great. They both work hard. Both of them extraordinary leaders. So based on that... yes. Who do you think he would prefer to play with if he could pick one to to be a sidekick on for his career? Who's that? This is Brendan Hayward. He he answers the question. Hayward pick? Yeah, I just read you what he thought of playing with both of them. So could you imagine playing with a guy that just wants to beat you at every every little thing? LeBron just goes out there. He wants to be friends with you. Well, wants okay. To- okay. So let's 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 also preface this for a minute. Okay. So Brendan Hayward played with him in Washington. He played with him in Washington at the end of his career. So he's still the same way. We, we can uh, we do, do we you, know that though? See, that's the thing. I you think- don't think you can project playing a few years with a guy in Washington to what he was like in Chicago? You think he was a different dude? I think he was a different dude because I think there were different intentions of why he started playing for the Wizards. I think he played for the Wizards. Wasn't he a uh, minority stakeholder? I think so. So I think a lot of that might have been business. Uh, Michael Jordan also obviously wasn't physically what he was back in 1998, and so you couldn't really get a good feel for how you could play with him. Now, would I want to go play with Jordan back in 93, uh, 92, that kind of era? Hell yeah, I would. I'd play with him over LeBron James. Okay, but LeBron James, he played with him in his first run in Cleveland. This was before he was an NBA champion. This was dude. before he developed into the the shooter that he is now, the NBA champion. LeBron James is a different player, too. So he played oh, yeah. with a lo- young LeBron and an old Mike. So my question is, who do you think, given the choice, which he answers in this article, who do you think he'd prefer to play with? I think he's going to say probably LeBron James. That's a guess. I know it's a guess. That's the whole point of this. I asked you to guess. I hope it's well, a guess. I didn't really use much data. I just said <laughs> I just said that's a guess. 
pretty yeah. sure. But we did break it down. Old Michael Jordan, young LeBron James. I he actually said numbers. What? What numbers, numbers do you want? I gotta get some data. What data? It's a guy's opinion. Uh, What's wrong with you? Is it pre-LeBron James headband or post? It was before receding hairline, but it, I think he always had the headband. Do you ever remember LeBron without the headband? Is it pre? He had the headband in high school. Check the uh, check the the Sports Illustrated cover. I'll bet he's wearing a headband in that. Is what is it, wrong with you? Is it pre before he discovered Delonte oh, West had God. sex with his mom or post before pre he pre 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 yeah Delonte West probably in a better mood. So now you've got facts. You're sticking with your LeBron James guess. You know that is a fact, right? Delonte <laughs> West had sex with LeBron James' mom. I didn't know it was a fact. I have heard the rumor. And thanks to the text line, LeBron James has also never won a college national championship. That's true. He didn't get a single vote for player of the year. He didn't even score any points in college. He was... He- he had one of the most underwhelming college careers ever. His college coaches had nothing to say about him. Absolutely. And you can't even get a comment about it. No. I'll bet I'll bet if you looked up his stats, you won't even find any. Probably not. Yeah. I, I'll bet his record is scrubbed from the university that he didn't play for. It's weird how those guys. Yeah. You, like, you go on the internet right now, you won't even find a record of him playing in college. That's like, how bad he was at college basketball. It's weird like those really good And guys. now he comes out and he's talking against the NCAA. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. If you had a bad career like that. It's weird how those really good guys at basketball like Kevin Garnett and Carmelo Anthony, or not Carmelo Anthony, uh, who else came out of high school? I don't know. Oh, Kobe Bryant. Uh, Kevin Gar- never, yeah. None of their coaches in college said anything about him. That's very true. The so answer, Brendan Hayward's answer, he'd rather play with Michael Jordan. Right. He, loved, he loved that competitiveness, and he played with an old Michael Jordan. But yeah, he just said there was, there was, there was an extra gear that he had. He was a guy that... Uh, that just it was infectious. So there you go, Michael Jordan's the answer. So for everybody that has the debate, Brendan Hayward played with both of them. He'll take Mike. Well, here's kind of my difference with both well, of them is that they're both really competitive to a sense that I think LeBron James kind of parlays a bit more. He he's competitive, but he wants to do it on his terms. Michael Jordan to me doesn't really care if it's on his terms or someone else's. He just goes, I just want to win. I don't I don't really care. I mean, but he wants to win at everything. That's that's yeah. the cool part about this article and it goes into more like detail he gave and you the can ball find to it. Steve uh, Kerr to win a playoff it, game. the article's on the Ringer. It's actually a couple weeks old. I found it before I went on vacation, but uh check it out. It's a good article. It's a good read. It's interesting. Uh we never did answer the question, what was the better play from this week in the NBA? James Harden's killer crossover, LeBron James nutmeg through Tristan Thompson's legs. 55305, let us know what you think. We'll get to that answer maybe next. Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan. How are we back? Eddie Money bringing us back in. Yeah. Yeah. A couple votes for uh, split pea soup. This is whiskey drinking music. I would agree with that. It's a good idea. I'm going to go home and drink whiskey and watch my children. Wait, what? Weird. I said that in a very creepy tone. I didn't mean to do that. Uh, split pea soup getting a couple votes as worst soup and best story. Best story what? Who cares? Yeah, it's covered his green slime all over me. That'd be pretty... Oh. Yeah. I'll tell you what's a... Uh... Yeah, I had to give this presentation. I was in the meeting and Johnny comes in with split pea soup spilled it all down my front. I had to stand up there with green slime all over me. It was awful. You know what would be even funnier is if you got clam chowder and it was a colored shirt and then you just didn't say anything about the soup. Well, what happened to your shirt? <laughs> oh, that? <laughs> it's just this whole thing. I don't get it. 
You don't get it? Because it I looks don't get like it. a... Uh... <clears throat> nope, don't get it. Uh, apparently, Jerry Stackhouse is coaching for the Raptors D-League affiliate. Are you sure he's not playing for the Raptors? Well, I'm positive that this is inaccurate because it is now the G-League. I, I swear to God, I saw him in a Raptors game recently. I don't know. I'm just reading what the text line says. This could be... Uh, Everybody's obviously right on there. Could be all garbage. Garage. I know. You think we're you think we're wrong a lot? Holy cow! Uh, also, have a, bake, a vote for baked potato soup. Didn't we also confuse Scotty Brown and Scotty Brooks for thirty minutes on this show? No, thirteen minutes. You're getting your numbers mixed up. Thirteen, not thirteen. It was a good thirteen, fifteen minutes that we kept bad. Scott Brooks, well, Scotty Brown. Yes, but again, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> No, there's no thing. We got Scott Brooks and Scotty Brown mixed up. No, no, but we also discovered that we can't name half of the NBA coaches. Yeah, it's hard. Name an Eastern Conference coach. An Eastern Conference? Ty Lue. <laughs> Good there job. we go. I did it. Good job. Uh, so we asked the question, which was the better move from this week in the NBA? If you didn't see them, you can look them both up on YouTube. But I'd also like to thank one of our texters for pointing out the time that James Harden got crossed over by a Nigerian player. Just watch that. That's pretty delightful. It's always good to watch people slip and fall. Yeah, they can't play defense. <laughs> well, that's why they're going to not make it to the NBA Finals. Yeah, that's the reason. Um, your pick. LeBron James gets a uh, closeout from Joel Embiid, gets kind of trapped up in a double team, but Tristan Thompson's there trying to set a screen. The whole thing looks kind of like a mess. He just decides to go behind his back. The ball travels through Tristan Thompson's legs. Yes. And then he just takes it in and scores on a lap. Uh, left-handed. Oh, yeah. Left-handed. Which is important. Yeah. Then you have James Harden uh, against Lou Williams. Uh, kind of, I thought it was kind of a muddy crossover. They're, they're kind of a little bit of a push-off going on there. But the, the more impressive or more taunting aspect of it he crosses him over lou williams tries Sad. to catch his balance sorry wesley johnson oh wesley johnson my bad wesley johnson he tries to catch his balance uh stumbles back falls down harden does the big step back stands there at the three-point line just stares him down for like two seconds and then when the other defenders decide to maybe, maybe we should get on that guy he just drains the three and if actually you look at the uh, film again wesley johnson's laughing as he gets up Oh yeah, he just knows. Yeah, he's just. What are you gonna What are you gonna do at that point? He's kind of like, oh, uh, what's even greater about this is right when it happened, somebody took advantage of it and went right to um, Wesley Johnson's Wikipedia page and changed and it. They updated it as Wesley Jamar Johnson is an American professional basketball player for the Los Angeles Slippers of the <laughs> National Basketball Association. He played college basketball for Syracuse and Iowa State. He was selected fourth round uh, or his fourth overall pick in 2010 NBA draft by Minnesota. Johnson died on February 28th, 2018 <laughs> after James Harden cooked him and put him in a body bag. He could not be rushed to a nearby hospital as his ankles were glued to the ground. Wesley's funeral will be held in secret tunnel that Chris Paul used to get to the locker room. <laughs> Obviously well a Rockets done. fan. That was well done. Or, you know what, though? Like, much credit to the guys that are just making the GIFs and the Wikipedia updates yes. and constantly using the internet for good and not evil. I just always appreciate that. All for the lols. All for the So, your vote. Best play. I give James Harden because I kind of – you were saying – Earlier, I think before the show, you go, LeBron James's was almost luck. Now, I don't want to say it's all luck because LeBron no, no, James no. is one of the more incredible ball handlers I've ever seen in the NBA. Listen, if he just went behind his back and slipped that double team, 
that's a sweet move. But the thing is Tristan Thompson's legs, but Tristan and his legs are kind of tangled too. It's not like his, he's standing there with a wide stance that would give you the idea to do that move. I think it's just luck that it happened to go through there. But the, the athleticism on LeBron James, I think that play is more impressive. The other thing about that play, I had to watch it like three times to figure out exactly what happened. And I'm just, you're sitting there just watching the replay. And uh, I can't remember who was doing the broadcast, but if you listen to the broadcasters, it took them two or three plays or two or three views to figure out what actually happened. And just the, oh my, er, what? Moments are always great for broadcasting. Um, So I'm going to vote LeBron on the better play, even though there was a luck element to it, because I think there's a little push off on the Harden thing. And the Harden, Harden, way more of a diss to the other player. Yeah, but it was awesome. I'm not saying it wasn't awesome. I'm just picking from the two. It was a nice kind of competitive diss where I think, and this is why I love And again, Wesley Johnson getting up laughing. This is why I love the NBA so much, because I think that level of competition, of course there's a huge crazy level of competition and players get ejected sometimes and sometimes there's fights but through it all you kind of can see that everybody respects each other like even i I would i I won't say everybody respects each other i would say that there's a lot of respect given to the great players in the even though that play looked really a-hole-ish on james harden's part sure it just it's fun everybody's having a good time yeah wesley johnson's getting up laughing no great it's great great play Dude, that LeBron plays ridiculous. And you watch it. Like I said, there's a lot of luck involved with it, but that's one of the more ridiculous plays that you'll ever see because it's just such a reaction. You got a seven foot Joel Embiid closing out. Let's talk about that guy for just one second. Like, that guy can guard three, four positions on the court. He's just an athletic freak. You got that dude running at you. And LeBron just, eh, no problem. I'll just slip slip right through it. Just throw it behind the back. He's Don't the worry about team. it. Like, even if you didn't have a basketball and you're trying to get through that mess of people, just not to trip over somebody's feet is impressive. Let alone do it taking the basketball with you. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go little brony. But. From the text line, didn't Harden take several foot shimmies during that play? Almost like traveling. That's pretty much just James Harden playing. Again, James Harden, tough to watch. He has a little shove. Couple little shimmies. LeBron just, did not mean to go through Thompson's legs. Total luck, and Harden pushed off before acting like a d bag that he's always been. Didn't I just say both of those things? Are they just re- texting, putting in text form what I'm saying? Well, Luke, you're incredible, so it's, it's hard. well. No, I'm just asking you. Is that not like I don't? You didn't have to read it. Somebody, I'm not trying to call out the texture. I'm saying you didn't need to read that one. It's just listen. Not every texture's on their a game with everything they send. Somebody said that they confused Scott Brooks with Scott Skiles, which I I don't blame you at all. That's that's very that's very forgivable. Uh, except for Scotty Brooks has hair. Sure, Scott Skiles has some hair. Does he? I mean, what's really redeemable? What like? Can you tell me which one's better, Scott Skiles or Scotty Brooks? You can't. They're the same person. Scott Skiles never took a team to to the NBA Finals. Yeah. Wait, no, neither did Scotty Brooks, right? Yes, he did. He took the thunder. No, I think that was Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook and James <laughs> Harden all on the same team in their athletic prime. I think that's it, right? Who was the coach? I think Scotty Brown. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. Scotty Brooks. Oh, Scott uh, Brett Brown? Was did James Brown. Oh, right. Brett Brown. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Al- Al- Albert Brooks? Also, also, somebody says that uh, Baron Davis is playing with Jerry Stackhouse in the uh, Raptors backcourt right now. All right. I've got some uh, news and notes from the weekend sports that I'd like to get to. We'll do those next. But first, here is the news. 
So one of the things that we hadn't really gotten to at this point is the whole Sean Miller NCAA investigation. So we are in conference tournaments for the Big Ten. We've got the Pac-12 tournament, the the what is it, the West Coast Conference tournament's going on right now. Pac-12 tournament's going to be next week's. We're you know quickly coming up on Selection Sunday. That'll be next weekend, and then we got college basketball tournament. But right in the middle of it, we've got. Sean Miller, the story comes out that they have a wiretap of him offering DeAndre Ayton $100,000. He wants to be the guy in charge of the money. This whole thing is... Allegedly. Again, this is all reported by ESPN. This this whole thing is refuted by not only Sean Miller, but it sounds like Arizona has his back. This is... I mean, right? The Board of Regents has, has said that he's their coach and, and they're they're supporting me. He's back coaching on the sideline. He missed the Oregon game, but he's back. So it sounds like you've got, you know, a high-paid, powerful, <laughs> powerful name in coaching that's kind of going head-to-head with the FBI and ESPN. I have a question. Fire away. What do you think the difference is between what's going on right now and Rich Rod getting fired? Oh, that's an interesting aspect of this. Well, the Rich Rod thing was more part of, you know, more part of the, the sexual harassment nature. Right. But but he's uh, suing the school back, too. He's suing the school back, but it's the same situation where we are right now with what Rich Rod was, which is we don't have hard evidence yet. In fact, the school didn't have hard evidence yet. until They just went like they got the accusation. And they go, you're fired. That's it. Well, it's interesting because we see a lot of that reaction in Hollywood right now, and you've got you've got a very odd uh, Oscars coming up. Is that tomorrow? Oscars or next week? Good question. Yeah, but they're coming up. Well, did you see that? I saw an article this week. So you've got the Oscars coming up, and Casey Affleck won't be there because he had a uh, harassment claim. That is no. Tomorrow. No James Franco. Obviously, you're not going to have guys like uh, Louis C.K. anywhere around it. Uh, Harvey Weinstein. The whole the whole list goes on and on. Do you see who was nominated for an Oscar? Who's that? Kobe Bryant. Well, what did Kobe Bryant ever do? Yeah, well, that, there's that whole rape charge. That's a charge. He was proven innocent, right? Oh, wait. No, he wasn't. He paid her. <laughs> there's a settlement. I think it's uh, the whole rule of if you are really, really good at basketball or football or whatever sport it is that makes a lot of money and makes other people happy, mainly men happy, that we'll forgive you. Yeah. The The funny thing is I'm trying to put my head around this whole FBI investigation of college basketball. And it, I, it's weird because when we saw Patino go down, everyone went, well, yeah, but that's because he's got a whole laundry list of things that he probably should have been fired for already. So he was the first to go, and and Jurich has to leave Louisville and the whole thing, and that's kind of a mess. But you don't really see any punishments for the Louisville team. They're right now on the bubble, so they may not make well, it in the tournament. But The national title was taken away. I mean, that's technically a punishment. That's true. Do you, do you put much value in that the the retroactively taking away wins and- i do a little bit because they have to remove the banner give back the trophy like any mention of it within programs or like program history logs you have to take it away so i mean yeah we all know that they won it but at the same time it, it's kind of the same thing as uh reggie bush winning the heisman it was kind of like yeah he gave it back but he and- no longer invited to the ceremony and i don't think he goes to the ceremony well he's not invited 
And you actually don't even really think of that when you think of Reggie Bush anymore. You think of the whole scandal and you think of, oh, yeah, he really wasn't as good as what he was supposed to be in the NFL. Yeah, but I still think of him as a Heisman Trophy winner. I can picture him in a UFC, USC uniform. It's like it's a Pete Rose thing. He's still not in the Hall of Fame, but somehow he's on the Fox broadcast of the World Series. But see, Pete Rose, I think, was tarnished by his, too, that not a lot of people think of him immediately when you go one of the best baseball players of all time. I think you have a couple other names that creep in, but statistically, if you look at it, Pete Rose is there. He should be there. Uh, yeah, but he's a hits king, and people don't put as much value into hits as they do into Abraham. home runs. Well, oh, he sorry, was ho- home, home runs. runs. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I was trying to figure out if I could find a comparison to this whole FBI investigation, and you know what popped into my head? And we talked about this a little bit already, but do you remember the movie Goodfellas? Of course. You ever watched the the documentary the 30 for 30 about how henry hill was taken down i did not it's point shaving point shaving for boston college basketball is what ended up getting henry hill and you have all of the 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 entire movie of goodfellas chronicles all of the crime and drugs and murder and all the things that went wrong joe pesci (laughs) and and joe pesci he was in that movie. That's right. So was Robert De Niro. So was Ray Liotta. Martin Scorsese. Blah, blah, blah. Ray Liotta dead? No. He's not, but he's looked dead for years. hey So the funny thing about this whole FBI investigation of the NCAA is I think you're going to end up getting somebody on something small, and that's going to end up being the the trigger that ends up being leading to a ton of firings because I don't think anybody's surprised. They're like you're like oh these mobsters they they do a lot of crime. Well yeah they're organized crime. There's a lot of things going wrong in college basketball, but I think the reason that Sean Miller can stand up there and speak in legalese back to everybody is because he thinks that he's got enough power around him. He's certainly got enough money to lawyer up. I think he thinks that he can realistically fight this. And and win because you're going to have to get somebody on such a technicality because it's right now if you're Sean Miller, if you decide to go and say, nope, listen, this is this reporting is not accurate and there's any inaccuracy in it that can push off any decision made on him by the university. If he can convince the university, he can push back three, four, five years where it's like, nope, nothing was ever proven. You can't prove that I did that. They had the dates wrong. Even if it's one little mistake, you're going to have to be insanely diligent to get any of these college coaches on it because you have such a a circle of protection and layers of protection around these guys because there's so much money in it. It's going to be really, really difficult to pin this on anybody. I think the issue with the technicality theory that you have, which I think is interesting, but I also feel like the technicality, whatever it is, it has to somehow come back to this. Like even if they get him on the technicality, you can't then add an additional charge of what is it, bribery extortion? It's gonna it's gonna be OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson was punished for a uh, kidnapping. And they turned that into what they so thought was, was a fitting be, punishment. You think it was going to be? It's going to be spiteful then. Oh, for sure. That's ex- that's the way that they're going to do it. They're going to find something small, but and they're murdered two people. These well, nobody wasn't being... convicted. He was acquitted of the murders. But, but oh, when they, but you know what, what I'm, what I'm saying, saying is, you're, 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 it's a very comparative thing. This is giving college kids money 
which there's already a debate out there in in, in yeah, the public. Well, but but again, the crime the crime. Here's the thing that you have to remember about this whole situation: the crime isn't paying the kids; it's not reporting the payments. So it, it ends up having all kinds of tax implications. That's why the IRS isn't into it. There there are crimes being committed because when you pay somebody a hundred thousand dollars and that money is off the books entirely, that's the crime. The violation of the NCA rules is paying the kids. So th those are two different things. But the reason the IRS is involved is if there's hundreds of millions of dollars that have been exchanged between universities, shoe companies, and players, and none of that money is reported, that's where the crime is. But they're talking about putting people away for a really long time because essentially you have an underground network of money just filtering around through these different people. And if the NCAA is the, you know, the kind of the the crux of all of this, it, those are their rules being broken, but the reason laws are being broken is because they're so firm on keeping the rules in place. So obviously, if you're going to get Rick Patino on anything that's ticky-tacky, it's that he allowed prostitutes to have sex with freshmen in the dorms. Didn't get fired for that. He didn't. So he who, is, who, who has he... How many people do you think he's killed along the way to just <laughs> shut them up about this? Right? Because we're talking about Goodfellas. That's that's what Goodfellas is. Essentially, if you watch Goodfellas and follow the plot. Well, it was also one of the biggest robberies, one of the biggest heists in the, the history of yeah. the, yeah. But before the, that, if you watch Goodfellas and the main characters, essentially what they do is just, if they get into trouble, they just go find the source of who might snitch and just off them. They just yeah. kill them. They go, well, that problem's solved. Not just Goodfellas. It's a lot of mob movies because I think Casino. that's what happened. The, the Departed, uh, got. Godfather, I think that's a fairly common practice. Aladdin. But what they wanted to do, it was the Lufthausen heist. Lufthausen? Lufthansa? The heist of the airline is what they were trying to get everybody on. And that's when they doubled down and tripled down. And they followed every guy and waited for him to do one little thing wrong. And what you end up doing is you punish something, somebody for something small at the scale of what you think the actual crime has been. And it just... The, all I'm saying is that college basketball reeks in a similar fashion as organized crime. That doesn't seem too hyperbolic, does it? No, because it is. Okay, there you go. From so, the text line 55305, just like Al Capone, he went down for tax evasion. There you go. Yeah, it's a, an, another perfect example of it. But yeah, I think that that's what we're going to end up seeing with college basketball. Is somebody's going to get busted for a traffic ticket, and it's going to be a 40-year sentence. A few more. Until MIB show up with their mind eraser flash <laughs> and clear everyone's memories except players and staff, taking away wins is pointless. Which I would kind of agree. But yeah. Still, it's kind of weird that you go play in the arena and the banner's not there. I guess. I mean, maybe the administration gets upset by that. But it's like, you know, if you bought the, the Louisville National Championship t-shirt after they won that Sports Illustrated offers and the infomercial that follows the game, nobody's coming to take that from you. So wait, on, here's, a, here's an interesting question. Okay. So if you're a head coach for Louisville... And you go on recruiting trips. You can't say it. You no. can't say it, right? No. And you could actually get punished for saying it. Exactly. That. So what you ha what you end up having to do on those recruiting trips is you end up having to write that in a note and then pin it to the giant bag of money that you leave for the parents. Oh, by the way, we won the 2013, but it's been expunged because of the And candy's here to service you. <laughs> yes, exactly. You leave you leave it with the entertainer and the bag of money. And then they can express it because technically the escort is not an employee of the university. So Ray Liotta, in fact, is alive. <clears throat> I know. He told uh, Colin, Cow Colin Cowherd that he's never seen Field of Dreams. I don't know why somebody texted that in. 
Yeah, I don't know. Probably that seems kind of weird. Probably, well, he's in Field of Dreams, so <laughs> that's why that's weird. Oh, have you ever seen Field of Dreams? Ever watched Field of Dreams? Yeah. It's about baseball. I know. It's stupid. No, it's not. It's about it's about the connection between a father and a son. Field of Dreams is the. It's about the connection between a father and a son. Field of Dreams. It's a, encapsulates what baseball fans are, which is they will never let go of anything. Anything. They still blame Pete Rose for a bunch of stuff. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, he even gambled on Sox, baseball. Nobody blames him. He was, he, he was even after pretty he, proven. Even after the Red Sox won a World Series, they still talked about the curse. They still talk about it. Baseball fans don't let go of anything. Okay, ever. so so let me ask you a question. Your favorite sport is tennis, yes? The absolute favorite sport is tennis. Are you saying watching or just favorite? Whatever. Or? What pick, What's your favorite football. sport? NBA? Yeah. NBA football. football? Okay. I'd say football. Okay. NBA football. So do you just disregard the past? <laughs> like, um, like baseball players, they always remember things that happened before. Well, no, You don't in other sports? No, it's that they hold on to it and they're spiteful about it. I feel like in the <laughs> NFL, there may you know, be some you know what it is? No, you know what it is, is you're sensitive to it because you hate baseball. The past is very important in all sports, just as important. We sat here and went through past Super Bowls when we were talking about the next Super Bowl. The past is just as important, but not as important as the future, and that's why we will predict the future. Oh, God. That was pretty good. That was okay. Oh. Did you write that one before? No, we did. I didn't know you were going to come up with baseball players are spiteful and they hate the past. They hang on to everything. I didn't know you were going to do that. People are still talking about the fact that Derek Jeter might have herpes. (laughs) I don't think that's true. That's a a rumor. (laughs) What's a rumor? That people are talking about it or that it's actually a thing? It's up to you. Crystal Balls is next. Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan. All right, so this is kind of a strange week for trying to predict. Uh, but looking at the Blazers' schedule. So the Blazers right now are at 36 and 26, 10 games above 500. That's an identical record as the San Antonio Spurs, uh, also at 36 26. Now, the Thunder and the T Wolves are both 10 games over 500, but have a worse winning percentage. Because the Thunder have played two more games and the Timberwolves have played four more games. So the Thunder are 37 and 27. The Timberwolves are 38 and 28. That's bizarre. I, I'm going to be really honest. Just all of those statistics just sounded like mush to me. Blazers are 36 okay. and 26. Okay. Spurs, same record. Yeah. Thunder, 37 and 27. Okay. And the Timberwolves are 38 and 28. So they're all 10 games over 500. Would you say it's wild out in the West? <laughs> Did you ever see Wild Wild West with Will Smith? Yes. Awful movie. It's great. It's my favorite movie of all time. All right. So here's what we're going to try to do. Okay. Based on this week's Blazers schedule, I want to know. First, how they're going to perform in the games, and then see where you think they will be in the standings by the end of the week. Mm. So right now they're in the third spot. It's going to be very difficult to hang on to that. The Blazers' four games this week. Oklahoma City tonight. They're playing at the Lakers on Monday, at home against the Knicks on Tuesday, and then Friday at home against the Golden State Warriors. I think you'd go two and two. Two and two. I think you might lose. Uh, you might lose a really weird game to the Knicks. Like you might just kind of do it because I could see them uh, putting the same type of energy in tonight, beating Oklahoma City. You go to Los Angeles, Lakers. Obviously, you know 
I, I imagine the Lakers game a lot like the Suns game was. Ooh. You'll play down to that level, but you'll catch up and win. But I could see the Knicks game being some kind of like, hey, we came back home, we're exhausted. We know back we're to playing, back with travel. We know we're playing Ooh. the Warriors tomorrow night or well, no, no. So, so later that week. Anyway. Yeah, Tuesday. Then they have two days off. So Wednesday, Thursday off before they play the Warriors. I don't see that necessarily as a trap game. I think I wonder at what point you think they become must wins because you got to beat the teams that you're better than. And that's the Knicks and the Lakers. So I think you need to win those. And it's can you get a win against Oklahoma City? And can you repeat what you did against the Warriors? Um, I, I think they have potential to go 3-0 and in those first three games. And I, I'm very excited for that Warriors game. I don't think they beat them, but I think they play them tough. And I think that's just as important. So I'm going to say they go 3-1 and on this little stretch. When do you think the Warriors go into, uh, go into cruise control? Cruise control or or get ready for playoff mode? Mm, cruise control because I think there's going to be a point where they just say, screw it for first or second. Well, they're already locked into second place. And it doesn't really matter. At least. Because, but they can, they can pass the rock. Like, really, anybody below that? Like, who, who do you look at that you really see could be like an underdog trouble team? Um, Oklahoma City. For the Warriors. You think Oklahoma City could really... Oklahoma City has the best collection of of all star level talent, um, and they, they would have to draw. I mean, I, okay, so right now, who you would play the Pelicans? Yeah, Pelicans. Anthony Davis. I mean, you, it's not the most formidable team, but you have one of the best players. And and who who do you put out there, Durant, to stop Anthony Davis, or do you just let him score fifty and then yes. worry about the rest of the team? That's what everybody does. Yeah, it might have been hard when you had Demarcus Cousins on there too, because then yeah, who really covers both of them? But I mean, that's what every team does with the Pelicans. They just go. Anthony Davis is going to score. Let him do it. We'll make all... The difference is we'll they've been winning as of late, though. Yeah, uh, Along with the Blazers and Rockets, really. I mean, those are three of the hottest teams in the NBA right now. Um, Whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. Did you just say the Blazers are one of the hottest teams in the NBA right you now? You would disagree? It's hard to... It's to, hard to, to. It's hard to disagree or... It's really hard. Yeah. So I don't see what's wrong with that. I mean... Look, the Rockets have won 10 straight. The Warriors have won 8 out of 10. Blazers have won 7 out of 10. Thunder have won 7 out of 10. Pelicans have won 7 out of 10. Nuggets have won 7 out of 10. Hell, the Jazz have won 8 out of 10. So there's a lot of hot teams right now. I mean, the West, I mean, take away the bottom where the Grizzlies have lost 10 in a row and the, the Suns have lost 9 out of 10. But yeah, the top of the West, I mean, maybe I take that back a little bit. The Blazers, I mean, yeah, they're going on 5 straight, but... Now that I look at the standings and, and you can kind of see those streaks, there's a lot of teams playing pretty damn well. We talked about Ray Liotta earlier in the show. Of course we did. Uh, Why wouldn't we? We should talk about Ray Liotta every week. Something's wrong with Ray Liotta's face. There's always been something wrong with his face. What but are you like, talking about? It really looks like the moon. wrong in these last couple of years. It Explain. looks like he had bad work done. Yeah, but no, his face has always looked like that. What are you talking about? I, you might want to take a look at a All current picture. up. Let me pull up Ray Liotta. Great way to end the show, Will. Thanks. Who wouldn't doesn't want to have hot Ray Liotta talk? Welcome to our weekly Ray Liotta segment. It looks like he had a cleft lip on the side of his lips. Yeah, he's always looked like that. I don't remember that. Yeah, it looks exactly the same as it's always looked. That's not the Ray Liotta I love. What? Look at the young... Uh, Henry Hill Ray Liotta. He's got the same weird face. I would challenge you to look at the Shades of Blue Ray Liotta starring Ray Liotta and Jennifer Lopez. Which, by the way, who the hell in a pitch meeting thought that was a good idea? Have you ever seen the show? <laughs> I don't need to. Me neither. <laughs> you know who we should pair up? <laughs> hey, Tom Selk's killing it on Blue Bloods with freaking Donnie from uh, New Kids on the Block. 
So you can freak freaking Donnie Wahlberg over here and uh, Tom Selleck are killing it. Why can't you get J-Lo and uh, Ray Liotta? What's J-Lo doing right now? Can she act in a crappy show? Get her on the phone. Yeah. She's never busy. All right. It's a beautiful day outside. I'm going to go try to find a tennis court. How about you? What are you up to? Really? Birthday party. Birthday party? Whose birthday? Is it your birthday? Mother. Oh. Happy birthday, Will's mom. Does she listen to the show every week? No. Oh. God, no. She ever listen to the show? No. My mom listens. Wait, what do you mean, God, no? God, no. If, you're, if your brother had a show, would she listen to that? Probably. Okay. All right, everybody have a great week. We'll be back uh, in, what, seven days? For more Center and Saint. Have a great weekend. See? The end of the film. Incidentally, this record's available in the foyer. Drunk. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 